to defeat those who would kill your dreams. With lessons learned from Martin Luther King Jr. and Robert Kennedy. On episode number 241 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful. And this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello again, good people, and welcome to Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller. That's me. I'm Brad Miller. So happy, pleased, privileged that you have chosen to spend a little bit of time with me sharing with you about some things that are important, about how to have a life overcoming adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. I'm coming to you today from the Loft Studios, just outside of Indianapolis, Indiana. And that'll be a pertinent fact as we have our conversation today. And I look to bring you a message here about how to defeat those who are going to try to steal your dreams. There are people who want to kill your dreams in your life. And we're going to talk about that here today, about defeating the dream killers. We've had, oh, we've had a week of several episodes in this week where we've talked about having a way to free your dream. Our special guest through most of this week has been Cliff Ravenscraft, and he's talked to us about how to have a process to free the dreams in your life. We talked about overcoming. We had three episodes with Cliff during this week. We, they were episodes 238 and 239 and 240. And Cliff talked about us about his story about overcome, overcoming his dream, those who would crush his dreams in his life. How is about a matter of mindset. He's the mindset answer man in order to have a great vision and to fulfill that vision and to then to overcome the fear of that that's holding you back. And then how to make the profound decisions that you need to make to have a great life, the great life that is all that you thought it would be. And that's what uh, he taught us about, Cliff did. I want to encourage you to go back and check out those episodes and go to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free for a great video where he talks about the decision-making process and about the consequences of not leaving out your dream. Today, I want to share with you a little bit about some of the things that are on my heart about having a dream in your life, how to achieve it, and how a big part of that is how knowing how to deal with the dream stealers in your life or those who'd want to crush and to kill your dream. I'm talking to you in the week of Martin Luther King Jr. holiday, and I have to... Uh, share with you that I think that this is a holiday that has some uh, interesting dynamics to it. 
What I mean by that is a lot of people uh, in, in the African-American community, in many communities, it is highly observed with uh, celebrations of significance and other uh, events regarding civil rights and justice and peace and justice. And there's uh, programs on television and special athletic events. They're all part of that. But for a lot of folks, they kind of overlook this holiday. And uh, sometimes it's for whatever reasons they may have. I want to talk to you about one of the things that I've done in my family to to, uh, be a part of this process. A few years ago, I took uh, my family to see a memorial we have here in Indianapolis. Now, a lot of cities uh, have a Martin Luther King Jr. uh, uh, Center or a road. We certainly have that here in Indianapolis, Martin Luther Jr. King uh, uh, Drive is here. And they have other indications of that as well. They lifted the significance of Martin Luther King Jr. in their community. Here we have an interesting dynamic, an interesting um, monument to Martin Luther King Jr. And I'm going to say more about that in a little bit here, about how that particular monument here in Indianapolis has particular significance. But it took our family to visit that monument for Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, day a few years ago, to visit that monument. It reminded me of another day when our family went to visit the Martin Luther King Jr. Monument in Washington, D.C., about how that is such an important thing there. In both these cases, we're going to talk about people who wanted to steal the dream of Martin Luther King Jr. And you know, almost everybody knows that when we when Martin Luther King Jr. holiday rolls around, we hear again either said either in the phrase or sometimes the whole speech, the I have a dream speech that Martin Luther King Jr. gave in in Washington, D.C. as a part of the great march for, for freedom that he talked about. And it was there that uh, he gave that great I have a dream speech, which is considered one of the greatest speeches in history, really, and certainly pivotal to the whole human rights and racial equality standards that Martin Luther King Jr. was all about and extends it to today. But I want to uh, share with you that how that dream is just kind of sets the stage for other things that Martin Luther King Jr. did and how I think they're pertinent to your dreams that you have in your life and I have in mine. You see, I think, uh, you know, Cliff talked to us about having overcoming fear and about making the decisions that we need to make. But there's always going to be those people who want to kill your dreams or there's going to be those situations or those circumstances that are want to crush your dreams, whatever they are. You know, there's a uh, author who wrote a book. I read uh, a couple of his books, Stephen Pressfield, and he had a book called do the work. And that's one of the places he outlined his process. He talks about, about overcoming what he calls the resistance. And he said, Pressfield said, is I stand in awe of anyone who has hatched a dream and shows the guts to hang tough all along and see it to reality. When we conquer our fears, we discover our boundless, bottomless, inexhaustible well of passion. And what he was talking about, that's what you need to fight against what he called the resistance, 
which is the forces that want to crush your dreams. And they are insidious, and they will do it in any way that they can. Martin Luther King Jr. was certainly one of those people who had people want to crush his dreams. And some people thought they did it when an assassin's bullet killed him in April of 1968. There are those people who want to literally kill the dream of Martin Luther King Jr. As he said, you know, in his speech about having children of all races who could learn to love and live together and have equal opportunities. But I was reminded, though, uh, about another quote from Martin Luther King Jr. that I saw at the memorial there in Washington, D.C. when I was there on a couple of occasions. I took my kids there a few years ago. And as you go into the Martin Luther King Memorial there in Washington, D.C., there, the kind of the entranceway that goes into it, there's the quote on the big uh, granite monument there that says, Out of the mountains of despair, a stone of hope. You see, uh, friends, uh, it's quoted there that there, because you enter into the Martin Luther King Memorial in Washington, D.C., and it's really a reminder of all the trials and tribulations that he went through. Uh, incredible racial strife. Uh, the FBI was after him. He had people uh, from all walks of life who wanted to crush him. He was arrested 29 times. He, a lot of people don't know this, but he survived many threats to his safety, including another assassination attempt when he was still in his 20s. Uh, about 10 years prior to when he was actually killed. And yet we also know this about Dr. Martin Luther King, that he was one of the youngest people to ever, probably the youngest person to ever win the Nobel Peace Prize, and was also became Time Magazine's Person of the Year, besides motivating a movement that caused what we now know as the Civil Rights Movement to have that still goes on today. There's a story there. There's a story there. He's known for his I have a dream speech, but he put up with the people who wanted to crush and kill his dreams. In his last speech, Martin Luther King Jr.'s last speech, before he was killed, he had a line in his speech, which he gave there in, in Memphis, Tennessee, where he was killed. The day before he was killed, he said about, I've seen... It's about, it's called the mountaintop speech. And he goes, I've seen, we've got some difficult days ahead, he says in his speech. And I quote, where the city's sanitation workers were striking. But he said, we've got some difficult days ahead, but it really doesn't matter to me now because I've been to the mountaintop. I've seen the promised land. I've seen the promised land. That's the story of Martin Luther King Jr., that he saw the promised land, and yet the very next day he was killed. People wanted to kill, literally kill his dream, and yet it extends on. Now, I mentioned to you about how I live just outside of Indianapolis, Indiana, and how that's just an important part of, of, you know, of who I am and what I'm about. One of the things that we have here, one of the things we have here in Indianapolis is an interesting monument that I took my own kids to see uh, and my wife a few years ago on ML King Jr. holiday. 
You see, on the day that Martin Luther King Jr. was killed, Senator Robert Kennedy was running for president. He was a senator, and as you probably know, was later killed himself. He was a senator, and there on April 4th of 1968, it wasn't like today where you had all kinds of, you know, social media and all kinds of things going on. It was a time well before that. And Martin and Robert F. Kennedy was making a speech to a crowd in the urban area of Indianapolis that very day. And it's said that that evening, a large crowd together at this park, mostly African-American folks. And it's said that uh, he is the one who gave the word to many people that night that Martin Luther King Jr. had been killed. And there is a powerful thing that happened there when Robert Kennedy came here. And I just want to read you a part of what he said to the crowd of hundreds who were gathered around to hear his campaign speech. But they ended up hearing the speech that he gave that day. It went Parts of it went like this. He said, I have some bad news for you. For all our fellow citizens and people who love peace all over the world. That is Martin Luther King for shot and killed tonight. And Kennedy goes on to say, Martin Luther King dedicated his life to love and to justice for his fellow human beings, and he died because of that effort. In this difficult day, in this difficult time for the United States, it is perhaps well to ask what kind of a nation we are and what direction we want to move in. For those of you who are black, concerning the evidence, there evidently is that there were white people who were responsible. You can be filled with bitterness, with hatred, and a desire for revenge. We can move in that direction as a country in great polarization, black people against black, white people against white, filled with hatred towards one another. Or we can make an effort, as Martin Luther King did, to understand and to comprehend and to replace that violence, that stain of bloodshed that is spread across our land with an effort to understand with compassion and with love. What we need in the United States is not division, what we need in the United States is not hatred. What we need in the United States is not violence or lawlessness, but love and wisdom and compassion towards one another and a feeling towards justice towards those who still suffer, whether they be white or whether they be black. And he goes on to say a little later on in his speech, the vast majority of white people, the vast majority of black people in this country want to live together and want to improve the quality of our life and what justice for all human beings who abide in our land. Let us dedicate ourselves to what the Greeks wrote so many years ago, to tame the savages of man and make gentle the life in this world. Close quote from Senator Robert Kennedy. And here's what I want you to know about on that night when Kennedy gave that speech here in Indianapolis to a crowd of mostly black folks. Folks went home quietly. And in our country in 1968, it was not unlike it's been the last year or two here around our country. There was a real powder keg of, of energy and of animosity one towards another. In Indianapolis, there were other cities around the country exploded in violence, much of it racial. There was lots of violence in New York and Detroit and other cities. Lots of burning, lots of things happened, but nothing like that happening in Indianapolis. 
doesn't say it didn't mean it can't happen, but it didn't happen there. Why? I believe a big part of it is because Robert Kennedy gave a message of hope, even in the midst of violence, even in the midst of the most horrific violence either anyone's ever experienced. And now I went to a monument was erected some years later in that very park, which shows Robert Kennedy and Martin Luther King Jr. extending a hand towards one another, extending their hands towards one another, which indicated unity and peace. That's a dream that both ML King had, Martin Luther King had, Jr., and Robert F. Kennedy, RFK. They had that, that dream. And as you know, they were dream killers who wanted to take out Kennedy, too, and they killed him. Later that same year, he was killed. The dream killers mean what they're all about, everybody. They mean it. They mean it. They want to kill your dreams and mine, and they have been about it for a long time. Assassin bullets took out Martin Luther King Jr. and Robert Robert Kennedy. And maybe there's a dream killer assassin out for you in your dream as well. You see, dream killers are mean business because they're kind of like what what uh, what Pressfield said about about those who would keep us from our dreams. You know, those uh, people involved with resistance. They don't want us to succeed. They don't want us to be happy. They're jealous. They want what you have. They want they want what you and I have to have a bigger vision for ourselves. They are about meaninglessness over a meaningfulness. They are mired in mediocrity, and we want to excel. They want to drag you down to their level, and we want to rise up. There's an analogy about you know crabs in a bucket. Maybe you've heard about it. If you put crabs in a bucket, if one crab tries to crawl, crawl out, the other crabs below will grab that crab and bring it down to the bucket, and they all boil together. Dream killers play for keeps, but you got to play for keeps as well. You got to fight fire with fire. You got to you know dream killers want to lull you to sleep and then push a dagger into you and cut your heart out. You got to have a heart bigger than that. You got to have energy bigger than that. Dream killers are all about fear. Those who dream and want to excel are all about faith. They want you to be scared. I want you to live with courage to have your dream. Dream killers are liars. They're going to lie to you. A dream fulfiller is a truth giver. They are about procrastination and about putting things off. A dream liver is about taking action. That's what I want you to be about here, and that's what the Beyond Adversity podcast is all about, about taking action. In my case, i got a big dream killer in my life right now that I'm dealing with. It's cancer and heart disease. It wants to take away my one of my great dreams, which is to see my own granddaughters, who I just talked to a little while earlier, they're five and two years old, to see my granddaughters become young women and graduate high school and go into college and maybe get married and all those type of things. Young adulthood, that means 20 more years that I need in my life. And cancer and heart disease are threatening that. And there are people who want to say, give up, you know, those dream killers. So I want to invite you to face up against the dream killers in your life and to do something about it. 
do something about it. I know that you can, and I know that you can, and I'm here to try to be helpful to you, to bring you people like Cliff Ravenscraft who can speak into your life about having a dream and to free the dream. Let's also talk about what you can do in your life to deal with the dream killers. Well, I want to invite you to invite you to think about these things. These are how you can respond to the dream killers. One is to act, take massive action. I call this my ACT plan, my ACTS plan. And to take massive action to fulfill your dreams, whatever your dream is. Maybe you have a dream of a better job. Maybe you have a dream of uh, getting out of debt. Maybe you have a dream of preparing a relationship, having a better marriage. Maybe you have a dream of, of overcoming some disease like I do. Maybe your dream is to deal with uh, something profound in your life, have some advancement. And there are people, or maybe your dream is to write a book or to go on a long trip or to travel the world. Whatever it is, have your dream and you got to take action about it. Don't just think about it and stew on it. Take action. Take a massive action. You need to write something about it, write it. You need to read something about it, read it. You need to uh, make a phone call, make a phone call. You need to get with other people, do that. Take your action. For me, it's about working out more often and about getting my uh, my health together, my diet, but being much more intentional about intermittent fasting and about a keto diet and drinking more water. Those are some of the physical things I'm doing and doing the things I need to do with medical testing. What's your massive action? I also invite you to think about the C in the word acts stands for connect with a higher power. Cliff talked about in our interviews with him about having meditation and mindset. This has to do with those shifts that you need to make there. Prayer, fasting, journaling is some of the things I'm doing. If you need counseling, do that. It's okay. Bible study, prayer, center yourself. Times of quiet, times of meditation. You need to connect it with something greater than self in order for yourself to be transformed. And you got to connect to that. That means it's an intentional thing that you do. you got to do this intentionally on purpose. So A is to take action. The C is to connect to a higher power. The C is to th- the T in the word acts is to think with discipline. This is the process that you're going to be using to get through these things. What process are you going to be using? You know, what is your... Uh, dream gaining process. So what are your goals? What are your aspirations? You know, Cliff talked about writing out 50 goals. What are your goals? And then what are you going to do to accomplish that? What are your disciplines? What are your habits? What you need to do? For me, it's been setting my alarm a little bit earlier and get them going to the gym. I'm there by 7 a.m. every morning at the gym I go to. And to be disciplined, I have an app I use on my phone to help me track my water intake and my diet and things like that. So what are you doing? What is your process, in other words? Maybe perhaps the ACTS process is for you. A, A is for action. The C is for connect with higher power. The T is to think with discipline. And the S and the word acts is to serve others with love. In other words, you got to not only have your own inner life, but you've got to have a purpose. And I believe most time our greater purpose comes into play when we serve others, serve others. Certainly Martin Luther King Jr. was all about, about serving others. Certainly Robert Kennedy was about that 
as well. And their legacy lives on in these memorials in Washington, D.C., in Indianapolis, and maybe in your town where there's people who remember this dream. Jesus had a great purpose, right? Jesus talked about having this sensibility about to serve others with love, to love your enemy as yourself. He loved Peter, who denied him. He loved Judas, who betrayed him. He loved the the um, the thief who was beside him in crucifixion. Dare to love others in this process and to serve others. Do not be sucked into the dream stealers and the dream killers, but look to serve those who want to share your dream or you can inspire. That's what I want you to do. Take action be about that. One of the actions that you can take is to tune into my podcast, Beyond Adversity. You can find it at drbradmeller.com. And you can also find my uh, my starter guide to this ACTS plan at drbradmeller.com, 40-day way, slash 40-day way. Those are some things that can be helpful to you. I have over 230 episodes of this podcast with great interviews with people like Cliff Ravenscraft who are here to design to help you to indeed grow through what you go through and achieve your promise-given life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. I'm here to help and here to be of service to you because in my life, I plan on being around a long time. I'm going to defeat those who want those and that entity that wants to hold me back from my dreams of seeing my daughter, my granddaughters uh, go into young adulthood. I'm going to be here. I have a big dream. I'm going to accomplish it. Why don't you join me in this process? I got some things to offer you. I have 42 years of experience in Christian ministry, and I have a doctoral degree in transformational leadership. That's not as important as the fact that I'm going to share my love and care and compassion for you, for you, my friends, and we're going to do this together. I'm going to come to you every week, and we're going to continue this process to grow through what you go through. My name is Dr. Brad Miller. You can find me at drbradmiller.com, and I love you, and I look forward to seeing you real soon as we come to you very soon with another episode of the Beyond Ed Versity Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Until that time comes, my friends, be well and remember to always do all the good that you can. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose.